A minha alma tá armada e apontada para a cara do sucesso. Os pais sem voz, pais sem voz, não é paz, é medo, 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 medo. Às vezes eu falo com a vida, às vezes é ela quem diz qual a paz que eu não quero conservar pra tentar ser feliz. Às vezes eu falo com a vida, às vezes é ela quem diz qual a paz que eu não quero conservar pra tentar ser feliz. Alma tá armada e apontada para a cara do sucesso. Os pais sem voz, pais sem voz, não é paz, é medo, medo, medo. Às vezes eu falo com a vida, às vezes é ela quem diz qual a paz que eu não quero conservar pra tentar ser feliz. I don't know. It's been a while since we've done one of these. I know. <laughs> I, I think about it all the time, Rex. Do you ever re-listen to any of them? You there? Yep. <coughs> so, uh, which one's your favorite? Hmm. <laughs> I gotta say Mauer. Yeah, that's the first one. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else we've done. I didn't really know Watts. I didn't know Hendrix a ton. Mm -hmm. I love Homies, so I loved Homies. Yep. Rowberries and Mauermans was good because I served in some of their zones. Yeah. They're all good. Yeah, we got West, Croshaw. West. Croshaw. <laughs> Uh, who, are, who are we missing anyway? Paulson? Oh, Paulson, yeah. Paulson's always entertaining. Meekum? We did Meekum. I, I didn't know Meekum real well, but I knew him a little bit. Yeah. So, are you nervous? You ready to get into it? Uh, ready? No, but we can do it. Did you do any, like, uh, journal reading or go up on your who your companions were and... Refresh any timeline? No. <laughs> I th I think we'll get I think we'll get it decently accurate though. Okay. <laughs> oh good. Well, I don't know. When was the last time I did one? Was it has it been a year already or? The last one was Malman and Roberry, right? Yeah. It's you... been it's probably been about a year. Has it? Yeah, what if we do one every year? We can milk it out for another five years, right? Bauer had a good idea. He's like, for because you're kind of doing your circle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Of people you knew. So he's like, you should open it up, this epica to everyone so that they can, you know what I mean, grow it. Well, I don't host the podcast. Jacob does. Paulson oh. does. So hmm. any, if... If anybody out there wants to record a conversation and send that conversation over to Paulson, Paulson, Paulson can host it up on that Epica podcast page and then everyone can listen to it. So it's not just 
That's a great idea, approve, <laughs> because that would be interesting listening to other people and their experiences with not me in it. Because I go back and listen to them a year later or whatever, and I'm like, oh man, I'm really sick of hearing my same stories. <laughs> well, especially if if it gets like to the newer generation, because when we went back, I think our mission has completely changed. It'd be interesting to see how it is now. Yeah. No, I'm open to it. It's not proprietary. You guys can do whatever you want to. So if I don't know who's gonna record a conversation, I bet someone would want to. I don't know. I think it's fun. Yeah. Well, that's yep. a good idea. I approve of it. If they want to, they can send me the audio file, and I can add some music to the front and back. <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything to say before we start? Just baptize, man. <laughs> That's good. It sounds weird in English, though. <laughs> um, so you got home a month after I got home. This was in 2005. Mm -hmm. No, you came home with me. Yep. You punk, you August. got to the mission a month after I did, and then you came home with me. We were on the same flight home, and it was way fun. Well, we'll talk yep. about the last week of the mission, the mission tour. That was a blast. Yep. And yep. Uh, uh, but, but you get home in August. It's like mid-August. No, it was like August 2nd August or something. 20th. Oh, maybe so. I think it was I early it was August. Like... I don't know. It was early it's, August because... Yeah, I don't Before know. school, that's all I know. That's yeah. why we got to go home. So August 2005, you get home, you go straight back to Burley, and then uh, walk us through like what you're doing each year, and then significant events like when you get married or when your kids come, or and you can go through different callings that you had or where you live, and that kind of stuff. So and go. Go. <laughs> oh. So I went back to Idaho. Um, Worked on the rock quarry, yep. and then started school at CSI in Twin Falls. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty darn weird when home <laughs> yep. in regards to girls. Um, I had a blind date, and I was so nervous, I made my friend come with me. <laughs> and uh, it was more of just like a big group hangout, so it was kind of cool. And my wife was actually there, but I didn't notice her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we went to school. Nothing really happened the first year. I met my wife. Um, Where'd you go to school? CSI in Twin Falls. Okay. In Southern Idaho. Yep. Um, so, Malco and Weiberg. Okay, so... Mauer called me, and he's like, hey, dude, what are you doing for work? He's like, I don't know. He's like, well, Paulson just hired me as his assistant manager for Atlas. I was like, what's Atlas? He's like, oh, he made it sound all extravagant, you know, yeah, 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 really yeah. door knocking. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, well, Malco hasn't picked his. You should call him. And I still had no idea what it was. So I called Malco. I was like, dude, why haven't you called me to be your assistant manager? He's like, you want to be? He's like, sure. <laughs> so that's a, that's how we got into that. And 
Malco and Weiberg came up to Idaho um, Super Bowl weekend and we're hanging out and then that's kind of when me and my wife hooked up. Okay. And it was interesting because with her, it was like two weeks in, I knew I was going to marry her, but she had no idea. So <laughs> um, when we're starting to get serious, I was like, well, I'm going to be gone in Chicago for the summer. You know, if you're back, we'll get married. If not, then yeah. we'll go well. Yeah. So, <laughs> Did you like call her every day or keep tabs? Um, We'd talk most every night. Uh-huh. Um, so it was like June. She calls me. She's like, okay, we're going to get married. I was like, yeah, I already know. <laughs> so. Um, Such a first proposal right there. <laughs> well, I didn't propose that way. Come on now. I know. Um, <laughs> but for me, it wasn't, you know, you, you did door to door for a little bit. You know how it is. Those kids that are squirrely oh i got a girl i'm I'm not going out for the summer that's not me um anyways so we got married in 2006 october so um yeah then we just she got her nursing degree i kept going to school for who knows why um yeah and then (laughs) because that's what you do right um, I was going into physical therapy, but can thing and made more money than I would as a physical therapist in four months. And I hated school. So I was like, yeah, why? Anyways. So we got married, um, in 06, uh, 07, we moved to Utah for the door to door to be in that bubble. And, um, yeah, we had our first kid in 2008. You have five kids now, right? Yeah. All, all boys? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we were almost like that. We had four girls and then finally got our boy. That's great. Um, but, yeah, we lived, in, we lived in Utah for seven years. We didn't get one calling. <laughs> we were not in many good wards in Utah. Like, Interesting. We would go to church. We would come home. Not me. How they were. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, we did that. The ups and downs of the door-to-door industry and all that good drama. Um, so about 2014, I decided to start my own. Um, and I'd sold a couple summers in Georgia. So... I like Georgia, so we moved out to Georgia and have been doing that since. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're we're I, in Georgia. I, I think that's most of the highlights. <laughs> um, we live in middle Georgia. It's about an hour and 15 minutes from the Atlanta airport. Okay. Yeah, just south of it. That's it. Any, Anything else? I, I don't mean, know. This is your like this is the fifteen years since we've been home or whatever. <laughs> okay, so I guess some highlights pertaining to the mission. Um, I what? think it was. We're like, not going back to the mission yet. No, 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 no. That would <laughs> since I've been home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so two thousand. Yeah, talk about your trips back. Your mini yeah. trips back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two thousand eleven was the. I think it was eleven, somewhere around there, eleven or twelve. Um, 
for our fifth year anniversary, we went back. Um, so Kelly was quite nervous, but it was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Two weeks just in our mission. Yeah. Um, just seeing all the all the people. Um, and then we spent like three three days at PIPA just to kind of get away, which was really nice. Yeah, um, like a vacation after a mission tour. Yeah, yeah. So that to me that was really good just to show Kelly the people um, the love that they have, and you know one of the big things I learned on my mission was you don't have to be have things or be rich to be happy and. These people are just so happy. Yeah. And the, go- the gospel is everything to them. So I, I think that was really good for her to see. And then uh, my brother served in Porto Alegre. So we've always talked about going back. And we finally did that this last February. Yeah, Andy. Yep. I know Andy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> random text ever. <laughs> your brother in San Diego, actually, in fact. <laughs> he is visiting there. Yeah, we went to the same church, and then we also went to the Mormon Battalion Museum together. Oh. Actually, well, not, not together, but we just thought, not, oh, oh, hey, Andy, <laughs> hey again. I was going to say, not on purpose, right? Nope. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't tell me that. You didn't tell me that either. Yeah, we were gold panning together. <laughs> See, I don't think we look that much alike. But you what? You're like... Your oh brother, man, it's gotta be your brother. It's gotta be a birch. No one has yeah. like eyebrows and the same face. Well, and also, I think it was your wife that was like, like uh, posting a bunch of pictures of your mission or of that trip to Brazil. Oh yeah. So I had already seen like a bunch of pictures, like, and so subconsciously oh, it was like, oh, that's a familiar face. Where did I see that face? It's gotta be associated yeah. with birch. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. So we uh, we took my mom so she could see where we visited. Yeah. Um, so this was kind of my dream trip all into, I mean, it was jam-packed. We flew into Manaus, did Manaus for a day, flew into Rio, did Rio for two days, flew to Iguazu, did Iguazu for two days. Yeah. And then my brother went to his mission, Porto Alegre, and we did, so a lot of my people in Sousa moved to Sao Paulo. So oh, we went, yeah to Sao Paulo for a day, hung out with them, and then I went over to Porto Alegre. Porto Alegre was cool because before our mission, uh, I got to go pick my brother up, so I got to see some of his families, but I yeah. couldn't com- communicate, so right. it was kind of cool to actually get to know them. Um, and then we flew up to my mission, and we did PIPA um, while my brother was there, and then he flew home early, and... Me, my wife, and my mom went to Sosa and Kaiko and Natal. Yeah. It was awesome. The road trip interior. Yep. You got unfortunately you gotta take it, but it was the best. Yeah, that sounds great. The the fat lady at the Guadanadas Amazonas remembers me. Yeah. Um (laughs) her her recipe's not as good as it used to be. Oh, that's too bad. The Dantas uh, family said that they they changed it a couple of years ago. Which <laughs> hold on one second. What? Okay, we'll go. We'll go. Are you are you supposed to go somewhere? No, no. She's just one of my daughters bugging me. But 
Um, the Dantes family are good. Um, yeah, the first trip we took back, they were pretty anti. Oh, really? And now, yeah, like, I was shocked. Um, I, I, it must have been pretty recent from their whole ordeal. I'm sure you know what happened with them, right? A little bit. I've heard of some. Ijuan Boto and he wasn't axed, and, you know. So the family was bitter, I guess. But now they're, they seem to be a lot more open with it. Okay. Um, so hopefully, um, hopefully. Yeah, and then uh, Jody is on, like, all of them are on Facebook, and I see him all the time. Everyone's yeah. all grown. It's like 15 years later. <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's weird to see Jody with boys and stuff. I'm just like, you know, but uh, she was the rock of that family, and then I think she's... I think even Jainata is now more excited to go back to church. But, um, Interesting. Yeah, it was good to see, good to see everyone there. And Hayata's uh, got kids and fun. Yeah, I mean that makes me sad. She's like my little sister, but so I had to burn her a little bit because apparently she's not married to that dude. Yeah, he's still married to his other family that she took him away from. I was like, oh, I'm out of What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> but, yeah. We still love them. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Um, was the second time better than the first time going back? Or what's the, the differences? Um, Just different with, like, and, and di- taking your mom places? Because I gotta, yeah, I got to spend more time with my people the first time mm-hmm. um, because we're the two weeks in the Nordeshi. The second time was cool because obviously we got to see a lot of Brazil, but um, most of the Sosa people and a few from Natal, we got to do a temple day. Oh, so okay. that, that was one thing I wanted to do, so that was pretty cool. Um, just to, It's just crazy and humbling to see like how the church grows and how, you know, people that you would have never expected to be strong, like growing, you know. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. That we got to be a part of that, but um, so it's just different. Um, this trip was probably more fun, but the other one was more just cool to see every everybody. Yeah, that's fun. This one was a little more rushed, but yeah, it's fun. And Rick's doesn't have any desire to go back, huh? There's other places to go. <laughs> I gotta, I'm, yeah, I don't know. If I keep See, on having me, a baby every other year. <laughs> it's tough, I know. So for me, it's like anywhere we travel, I just want to go to Brazil. Yeah? I love it. Yeah. Well, we don't. We always have plans to travel and never end up going anywhere. Because <laughs> there's well, always more babies. <laughs> how old's your baby? He's one. Okay, that's well. He's about the age where you could at least get a grandma over. Yeah, and it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to go to Brazil. Rachel's kind of like uh, what you're saying. Your wife is just afraid to go with all the. I just have horror stories of of sicknesses and and Brazil. <laughs> no, you'll be fine, man. Um, so we have a friend here in Georgia that he served in Sao Paulo and. His wife was, like, super afraid. 
and they actually just went in March, and she's, I was like, would you go again? And she's like, yep. Oh, fine. So, I mean, and they did Rio on Sao Paulo, and that was it. Like, so they, they had some good stories, but, um, yeah, your wife will love it. The Northeast <laughs> is so chill, man. People, people don't mess with you there. Uh, All right, man. Would you? Should we do it? Should we go back to September of t- 2003? To do it. So, okay. You're on the airplane. You show up at the airport. E- even before that, man. So, I was supposed to leave the 23rd or 24th, but my visa was late. Yeah. So it got in a a, a day late. Um, so I, I, there's probably maybe eight of us that got a day late. So we met up with a few in the Atlanta airport, um, Harvey, I can't remember all of them. I remember Harvey because I, from Sao Paulo airport to the MTC, I was with Harvey and me, I remember on the airplane thinking like, having no expectation. I was like, I don't even know what to expect. I don't know if you had kind of the same feelings, like what am I getting myself into? Yeah. So we get there and I'm excited and we get in this van. All the missionaries are in one van. Me and Harvey are in another. And I don't know if you knew Harvey early on in the mission, but Harvey was like not happy. He did not want to be there. He didn't like Brazil. He didn't like anything. So I was like, who is this kid? Like I'm super excited. (laughs) So, um, we like we ended up loving. Him. I love Harvey. I think he's awesome. But, um, anyways, we get to the MTC and they're not ready for me. So they're like, I get there. They're like, Who are you? Like, uh, hold on a second. So they they didn't have name badges. They didn't have anything. I didn't have a companion. So I was. You already feel like you're out of water there, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a day late, and then. They don't even have a comp. So I'm sitting there for like two, three hours just hanging out until they can figure out what they're going to do with me. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. <laughs> I got to be in a threesome. Uh-huh. Um, my MTC companions were in the Salvador mission, Elder Price and Elder Highland. And uh, Highland and I did not get along. He was kind of a goofball. Um I was more of the serious guy in the MTC. Yeah. Not like over – we didn't have an over-serious zone. We actually had a really fun district, but um, he was like over the top. Price was Price was awesome. Um, I didn't really love the MTC. We had – in our district, we had Richie Weiberg. Weiberg was our district leader. Roberry, McCullough, um, Hensley home that group yeah um so we had a pretty fun group so Um, when i when i was in san diego and i'm like hey are you a birch and he's like yeah i'm like are you like john's brother and he's like yeah (laughs) and so we were talking and andy says so do you like john Because I'm either you do or you don't. It was like, and he and he knows that I guess. He's like, oh yeah, yeah I'm on Team Birch. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why. Some people just look at me and don't like me. So I don't. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and I 
you know me. I'm not afraid to say what I think. So yeah, it's great. I, I'm, I'm, my wife is hopefully toned me down on that a little bit. <laughs> but uh, um, the MTC for me, we had lunch, like a late lunch, and our, our dinner was at like 4.30 or 5.30. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. So we'd be not even hungry by dinner time, and then we'd be like – uh, smuggling rolls and whatever we could because we're starving at night. Yep. Um, the MTC broke me. That's when I started not cagando. Um, <laughs> I, so, forgot, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay. So I probably gained, oh, shoot. I probably gained like 20 pounds in MTC. It was awful. Yeah. Um, other things in the MTC we had to go to the Campinas temple because the Sao Paulo, I'm sure that was the same. Yeah, same, same, same. Um, I don't know. I think we had really good teachers. I still keep in contact with two of them. Super okay. cool people. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had fun. We had a lot of fun in MTC, but it was, I don't know about you, but I hated it just being locked up all day, every day. But, about it yeah I, MTC. Did, I didn't love it so mtc we it's our day to go to the field um the mtc screws up and we miss our flight yes. so <laughs> we get it we get into the we get into jean Pesso. i think we took like a midnight flight so i think we got there at like three or four in the morning some something crazy like that and i just remember prez i'm, I'm pretty sure prez was there um, with his big smile, and I remember coming out in the vans, and there's a little roundabout in front of the airport, and there's just a bunch of prostitutes there. I was like, oh, welcome to Brazil, right? So we get in. Um, first person that I remember meeting in the office was Malco, and he's like, hey, Birch, you, you want some milk? And I was like, sure, I love milk. And then he gave me milk, and it wasn't milk. I was like, oh, I'll pass. Not very good, but um, <laughs> I love milk. Like, you don't drink milk in Brazil. <laughs> no, we did in Sosa. Me and Weiberg found some good milk in Sosa. But uh, I just remember everything being well. First off, Prez with the the interview, um, he was just awesome from the get go. Um, yeah. Just very inviting. He knew everything about me. He knew what I liked. He knew my family situation. Um, didn't really even talk about the mission or expectations or anything. So, I mean, he was just really cool. Um, then we got our transfer notices or where we're going, and everyone's like, oh, you got the best house in the, in the mission. I got sent to Cabadelo. So it was a pretty awesome house if anyone lived there. It was top story um, right on the beach. We didn't need fans or anything, just kept the windows open and the air would come through. It was, it was really cool. Um, my first comp was Gershner. Um, I think he was Elder Clay. Because people know. can say Gershner. Did you know Gershner? No. Um, and he was, he was dying. That was his last area. So um, he was really good. But, I I mean, the first week, Elder Nicholas came and – Divided with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the AP at the time. I really liked Nicholas. He taught me a lot. Um, then the 
the second or third week. Life of kids, Rex, right? Um, Upstairs, probably, I don't know. So the second or third week I, I divided with Fernando in Manaida. I, I don't know if you knew Fernando. Fernando is probably my second favorite Brazilian. Oh, he's awesome. He was so good. So Maybe top. Um, Maybe top. Yeah, I don't know. He, top five. I don't know. I don't know if you can get any better than that guy. No, nope. Fernando's the best. He's, he's, he's so good. Um, he's almost like the Brazilian version of Posey. You know what I mean? Like, he's just so nice that you don't know it. if it's if it's real, but, like, they're just that nice. Yeah. So, um, had a good week with him, and that, that area was probably, well, hands down, the most rich area I've been in in Brazil. Uh-huh. Like, the lunches were really good compared to anywhere else. But um, Gershner, he, he worked hard. Um, he had some really bad jock itch, like bleeding bad. Oh. So oh, he was, man. It, I mean, it, dude, I felt so bad for that guy. He had yeah. to wear a cueca over his garments, and uh-huh. he was just slow moving, which I can understand. But he was awesome. Uh, second comp, I had Elder Sampaio. He might be the opposite of Fernando. Okay. <laughs> um, he did not like Americans. Um, and, again, I didn't know Portuguese, right? So I'm basically all we did was go around the beach all day making contacts with girls in bikinis. <laughs> I have no idea what they were saying. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, we, I mean, I didn't talk to him. He didn't really ever talk to me. It was just a hard time of the mission where you literally, I just trying to learn the language and you don't talk. Um, so after Sao Paio, I got transferred to Valentina. Okay. Um, I think someone kissed a girl. Wait a second. Up there. Are you like by yourself or are you in like, are there four people in this apartment or? Nope. Just two, just us two. So you started out with just two? Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, and I didn't know this. Apparently, I didn't ever read the White Handbook. I mean, uh-huh. very rarely. But apparently, you're supposed to sleep in the same room as your companion. Yeah. With no, that's the rule. I, I never did because he drove me nuts. So I was, and then I was telling my friends that after that, no, maybe it was on P day, and they're like, "Oh, you got it. You can't do that." I was like, "Why?" They're like, "It's a rule." I was like, "Oh, I don't care." <laughs> um, and I think I was talking to, probably to Paulson and Valentina about it, and he he had some experiences uh, in Mosoro where he's like, yeah, you, you need to be with the companion at all times, like evil spirit stuff or whatever, which didn't cross my mind. Um, anyway, so Valentina, I got sent with Elder Dane. Yeah, okay. Um, what, what is Elder Anthony, I guess, is what they called him. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know what you want me to say, Ricks. Like, <laughs> I don't it was, know. It, it, it was what it was. I mean, um, let's just say I got to study a lot, and that bothered me. Um, we taught maybe three or four people in the time I was there. Um, we lived with Elder, oh, shoot. I can't remember the Brazilian's name, but not Batista. Uh, Fredson. 
you remember Fredson? Yep. So my comp and Fredson, they were the seniors, and they did not like each other. They Interesting. They hated each other. Okay. Um, and then Elder <laughs> Cloward was there. I love Cloward. I, lo- I loved Cloward. He yeah, was a Cloward's good dude. great. He, he went home early, right? Yeah, because his eye his, issue. Yeah. He had, like, a deteriorating um, eye, but I think that got fixed because he can see. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like, uh, he's on my Facebook, and... He's I not, should look him up. He's not blind. Yeah, he's great. This, the same thing happened with Bowen. Do you remember Bowen? Yeah. So he got that parasite and went home because he couldn't see. Well, I don't then, think Flowers was a parasite. It was just like no, a no, no. genetic disorder. Yeah. So crazy story with Bowen. Um, I don't know how long he was home for, but... I was already married, and Kelly and I were in the Air, Salt Lake Airport going somewhere, and Bone was there as a missionary. I was okay. like, what the heck? I was like, what are you doing, dude? He's like, I'm going back on a mission. I was like, where are you going? And he, he went to Massachusetts because um, there's a lot of Brazilians up there, Framingham okay. and all that. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool that That's he, amazing. he was going back out. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Um, Yeah, I liked him too. Um, but anyways, so um, – Elder Anthony, yeah, we'll we'll just be done with that. I think we maybe baptized two people. So one transfer um, with your trainer, one transfer with Sampaio. I don't even think it was a full transfer with Sampaio. Okay. You know how Pre- yeah. You know how Prez was. The first couple so, months of the mission were crazy with switching. It, it was switcheroos. And I, I think it was the other Mike and Macon, Mike and uh, that got ET'd out of Valentine or something. Somebody was. So I I went in there, um, and that household. Um, then after Anthony, I got Elder. Oh. Oh. I can see his face, Alvarenga. I don't know if you knew Alvarenga. I heard the stories. Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> I I don't know about. I'm sure you know this about me, but I I'm a little bit homophobic and it's probably not good to say in this world that we live in now but he was very feminine right and he'd always touch me like in my stomach and stuff I'm like <laughs> so i was like dude don't do that i was like people already think we're gay because we're always with our companion 24 7 right it's like don't touch me and his response was he wasn't like mad he's like well you're not the first person to tell me that right so i was Weird. like Weird. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, he as well just liked to go to a member's house and play Uno. And, I mean, for me, I'm there to work. I wanted I wanted to get out and, and teach. So one incident um, where there was a girl that got baptized right before I moved there, and she was wavering. So we, we saw her in the street and set up an appointment with her. And before this appointment, Alvarenga was playing Uno at this uh, member's house. I was yeah. like, dude, we got to go. We got this appointment. It's clear across the, the town. You know, we got to book it. So, and he just kept pushing me off, pushing me off. Finally, I got him to come. And then he just started walking literally foot over foot. And I'm like really bothered by now. Um, so I was like, dude, come on. My grandma could walk faster than you. So he just stops. I was like, 
so what? Now we're going to preach to the dirt? I was like, come on, dude. So he got he got mad at me and socked me right in my stomach, dude. And I don't know if you know Alvarenga, but he's like 100 pounds even. And I was just like, the Lord was testing my patience, Rex, because any any other time of my life, he would have been smoked, right? <laughs> so everything in my body was just like, don't hit him, don't do anything. So I just took off walking. I was like, fine, I'm going to the appointment. You, you, you can stay here. So I take off, and he starts running after me and starts bawling. No, oh, please, Birch, don't tell on me, blah, blah, blah. And Elder Long was our uh, zone leader. So we called Long, told him what happened, how Vavanga's bawling to him, you know, trying not to get in trouble. And uh, anyways, long story short, short, he got transferred like a week later. And then I got Elder Bowman. Um, I loved Bowman. Just super happy guy. Um, I was like, finally got a good comp. He likes to work. Um, Were you still baptizing trans- with, like, your first and second and third companions? Like, the, were there baptisms so the, coming? Yeah, the first week we baptized six. The, wet, the week I was with Fernando, he baptized five. Uh-huh. Uh, the week with Nicholas. Oh, the first week was with Nicholas. I was with six. Okay. Um, then Fernando with, with Clayton. I don't remember if we... Oh, yeah, with Clayton we did baptize a couple even before Sao Paulo. Okay. Sao Paulo, I don't remember us baptizing anyone. Um, Elder Dane, we baptized three. We baptized, no, four. We baptized a referral from a member, some girl we found, and some dude, some 18-year-old and his mom. Okay. So, and that that was the thing with Elder Dane. Like, we were very blessed for the amount of effort we put into it. Yeah. Um, so Valentina, I think, would have been a really good area. Um, yeah. I don't think me and Alvarenga baptized. Um, was Alvarenga the senior? Yeah. I, dude, I was only, like, that was technically probably my second transfer, right? Okay, yeah. Um, so uh, Bowman I had for a week, and then I got transferred. But my tra- – it was kind of weird, so – uh, my transfer ended up kind of not happening, so I went to Costello Bronco for a week with Elder Todd. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. So he had just got back onto the mission because his, his dad had died, yep. so he got permission to go home, and then his ward paid for him to come back or something. Okay. So um, Todd was a really good guy. I liked him. Um that was the first week that I, I like, had to be a senior because um, he, he had been out of it, um, didn't really quite know what was going on. I, I don't remember what his state of mind was, like, coming from back from that tragedy. But um, I just remember him being really nice, really good dude. Um, so after that week, we got I got transferred up to Kaiko Vila um, with Elder Brand. Brand was his own leader, yep. so I love. What Brand month are we? Death. Do we do we know what month this is? Okay, this past so, November, because November was a crazy baptism month. Past November, so because we got into the field November, and I passed Christmas in in Cabadelo, oh, and okay. then I passed 
I passed the new year in Valentina. So, so was this like men, the Epica of Omens time? No, no, no. Because no. that was after the, the men was after May, the 851, wasn't it? Then no, they it was right before. No, it, men oh, was I, the spring, I, and then in May was like, oh, now you can baptize everyone. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I was thinking it was after because they got mad at Prez for baptizing all the kids. So I was like, all right, forget you people. We'll, we'll only baptize men. But no. maybe I maybe yeah, I got it backwards. Yeah, reverse that. Then then Prez is smart because he's getting the men and then yeah. I should never doubt Prez. So <laughs> I get in with with Brand and Brand is – Brand is funny. He's got a little bit of OCD. So if like the house is not spotless, he won't work. Interesting. Like, he has to get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Elder Brand, I know a lot of people have their whatever about Brand and heard stories, whatever. He was great with me. Um, super powerful missionary. Um, very caring, very generous uh, person. And just super cool. Super fun. Great. Um, so I was with him. And then Again, I don't think we had full transfers. I don't think I was with him a full five weeks or six weeks. I think um, he got transferred out um, and Julie Veda came in. Yeah. Um, I love Julie Veda. We fought for probably the first two weeks because I didn't like Sobachiza everybody, like whoever and their dog and their seven-year-old kid. Uh-huh. So... Um, I mean, I think the first or second week together, we had like a baptism of eight. And I, I'm, I'm like, dude, I don't even think I've ever seen that little kid, you know, let alone have his mom's permission. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was there. He was there. I talked to his mom. It's okay. Uh, so we, I mean, we, we beefed with that. And then um, the only advice my dad really gave me before was just not to fight, keep keep the spirit and not to bug Prez. So I was like, okay, uh, I can't change I can't change him. I'm not going to win this battle, so I just figured I'll learn what I can from him. And um, yeah. once I came yeah, to you're that an American, mindset. You're an American non-junior companion versus a baptizing zone leader. You're not going to win that fight <laughs> no matter no, what you say. No. So... I just decided to learn from him, and Julie Veda, I mean, if you've ever served with him, he, he was on point. Very, very technical, um, very charismatic to the people, and that kid, he he would work. So no complaints there. Yep. Um, learned a lot about the law of sacrifice with him. Yeah. We probably fasted way more than we should have. A lot of plan of um, actions. Yeah. And and fasting in Kaiko without water is brutal. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. It was against the rules, but we always did it. Yep. So um, you know all about that. I don't think the rules happened until uh, Sister Geshe. Yeah. Well, I think I think it was uh, I think it was like a Brazilian rule. Uh, like, I never heard of that. I always go without he, water. Oh yeah. We. So uh, again, I didn't read the handbook or anything. Yeah. So, right. I, I just heard stuff, but I was fine with fasting without water. Um, so, yeah, we baptized a ton of people, um, met a lot of cool people. Uh, I think there's probably two that we baptized in Vila that served missions. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, 
a little 14-year-old. He's probably about 14, um, and his I think his uncle is Armando. I don't know. Yeah. The Silvas. You know the Silvas over there in Vila? Uh, I don't know a lot of people in Vila, just the people just by sight when they'd come over to the, the main chapel. Yeah. You, you'd probably see them on Facebook or something. But anyways, yeah. they owned like a little restaurant, so they'd feed us lunch. And Julie Vera and I believe it was Hafer were the zone leaders. And okay. they had a zone leader conference. And so it was me and Cerqueda. And I love Cerqueda. He was awesome. Just yeah. a cool Brazilian. Yeah. And uh, so we're eating at this uh, restaurant. And this kid, he's not a member. He's our server, and it's the kid's nephew and every time we'd eat there julie read it'd be like when are you getting baptized when are you getting baptized when are you getting baptized right just only talk baptism yeah. so he's he's serving with us we're talking to him and i was like all right man so your uncle's a member like is there something you don't understand about the doctrine or anything like what what what's kind of your hold up what do you not get and he's like well if i get baptized and i get my sins washed away. I'm just gonna sin again. So what's the point? Right. So I was like, oh, it's that easy, right? So we teach them uh, the the sacrament and repentance, and it was like a light bulb. And he got baptized and served the mission. I didn't. I had no idea. <laughs> when he got off his mission, he found me on Facebook, and he's like, "Do you remember me?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I just got off my mission." I was like, "Well, that's cool." So. Um, I keep in touch with him now. He's he lives in Fernando G. Noronha, and he's the waiter over there. Um, and then another girl, me and Julie, that are baptized. She when we went back to Brazil the first time, we went and knocked on her door, and she wasn't there. They're like, "Oh, she's up in the Amazon." So I was like, "Doing what?" Oh, she's a missionary. It's like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> so that's how we found out she was on a mission. That's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, um, yeah, after, okay, so that was in, that was probably in April because we had um, mission present interviews in April, and Prez is like, Elder Birch, I've got the, you're going to be the happiest missionary in the mission. I was like, why is that? He's like, you're going to be a senior. Yeah. I was like, okay. So right before May, right? Right. And he, he says, Elder Birch, if you don't baptize in two weeks, you're going to be junior again. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so they've been pumping May out for so long, so I was like, okay, I better I better get on it. So I get transferred to Souza. Um, my comp is Elder um, Price, and Price is in my group, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like Price a lot. I don't know how much Price likes me. Um, we got along just fine, but I, I could always just – I had a feeling I don't think he likes me very much. Um, uh, Price – it is what it is, right? Well, so, wasn't Price with us though last week? It was me, you, Price, and Wyberg? Wyberg, probably, because he loves Sosa as well. Yeah. I thought Price was with us. He probably was for part of it. Well, I don't Sosa know. part. Yeah, I don't. He didn't come to Kaiko with. Uh, no, it was up. me and He's you. Serving. It was me and you and Kaiko, and then we met up with or Weiberg. I don't know. And then when was your? Because it was Weiberg's mom that drove us back from Sosa. Drove us, 
Oh, she didn't drive us to Sosa. Okay, so that's yeah. We took a bus to Sosa, and then yeah. they Price or Weiberg's mom drove us from Sosa to not, drop us off. Not a bus. We took well a bus, and then their Verdinados. You remember that? No. Had to wait for a stinking suburban. I don't remember anything about that trip. Oh. I was so tired and sick. <laughs> it, it was. I don't. I don't remember you. Oh, I kind of do remember you being sick. I had a hacking you cough, were, like, and I was just exhausted. I don't know. What was I going remember. On. I remember in Sosa, you were just like laying low, dude. I remember that. It, it was a low, like health-wise. I'm like, I'm not feeling hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um. But Price, Price was awesome. Um, he knew the area very well. He's, uh, he would have been an Olympic swimmer had he not come on the mission. So he was that good of a swimmer. Yeah. Um, he swam for BYU. Yeah. Um, so that, that first week, I mean, I felt all the pressure in the world, right? So we literally, I mean, we were out the door probably 7.30. I think we'd wake up, read yeah. for a little bit, eat and go. Yeah, and we probably didn't get home a night before ten. Like it was just nonstop. Uh -huh. And I, I think we had like twenty something people marked for baptism, and only like four or five showed up to church. Yeah, and one guy, I did it. So it was only two people uh, in Sosa. I think the closest people to us was Pato's, and yeah. the closest to that was Kaiko. Okay. So we had to we had to do our own interviews and there's this dude uh from Apatacita which is like 20 kilometers away um and he was just flaming gay right so I get to the morality part and he, he answered everything perfectly and I just had distinct feeling you know I was like starting to ask questions that weren't even on the baptismal thing just digging you know because I, I just kept having this feeling and he answered everything right. I was like, well, I can't pass you. I just couldn't do it. And and Satan was on me, too, because the two women that were there didn't pass. One lady didn't want to just yet, and another kid didn't pass or something. So he was the last interview. So I could easily just, yep, let's baptize him. Um, so anyways, we didn't. And I just remember me and Price... We lived in the church. It was just a little church house. We had a room in the church. <clears throat> yep. So we uh, we just got into our hammocks and just, dude, we're like dejected. We're like, how? How could we work that hard and not see anything from it? So next week we worked just as hard. Um, we ended up baptizing two people. The first person we baptized, um, her story is kind of cool. So Did that guy ever come back? Or did you ever see him again? He, he, he did. Um, so I'll go with you on that in, in a little bit. But, okay. Um, so this lady, she had seen missionaries like 20 years ago on a bus, like 20 years prior to us going there. So Sosa was really new. I think it had only been open for like six months before I got there. Um, so pretty new um, branch. And so... She saw Mauer. I took Mauer's spot. She saw Mauer in, like, a supermarket and just invited him to lunch. Um, and I don't know if he got to go to her house. I don't think so, but um, he just passed her information on, and that's how we met her. Okay. And I, lo I love this lady to death. She is, like, the most perfect investigator ever. Um, 
so she's uh, she got baptized. She's her son's on a mission right now. She's married in the temple. Her husband's the uh, district president. Just salt of the earth people, just as good as they come. Yeah. Um, and then some kid that got baptized. I don't think he's ever come back. I don't. I don't even remember. What his was name, her name? What was the lady's name? Kitadia. You remember her? Probably. She had the she had the little boy, little black boy, Jean Paulo. His oh. little. You remember? Yeah. Um, she probably fed us and gave us Musi Jumadakuja because that's what she does. Yeah. Um, so Soza was by far my favorite area. Um, quite a big city for just two missionaries, so we walked a lot in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, I would I would say at least fifteen miles a day. Because, I mean, we didn't, we lived in, like, the south side where we didn't teach. And, I mean, we were all over the place. Um, that area was just on fire. The, the members were on fire. Um, you probably met Mar Lucy. Uh-huh. She was, like, my mission mom. Yep. Her daughters would just, her daughters would just absolutely slay it with us. Um, Soza. Okay, so... I'm trying to think if anything crazy happened with me and Price. So we had another, okay, we have another rock star baptism with me and Price. Um, so we're walking to Estes Sound, which is probably a couple mile walk from where we live. That's where we normally talk. Well, we missed our normal way of going. So we had to turn up this, you know how Brazil has the big sewage canals? Yeah. So it was up a dirt road like that. We never took it because it stinks, you know. Well, there's this girl walking, and it's just her and us walking up this street, this dirt road. And the spirit, like, way up there was just telling me, contact her. And I was like, oh, she's kind of a pretty girl. I don't want to be that missionary. I'm not going to contact her because she's going to think I'm just contacting her because she's pretty, right? And the spirit was like, fight me, contact her. And I, like, made my mind up. I was not. So we got, like, a foot from her, and the spirit, like, literally kicked me, and I jumped and I just blurted out some matter. Probably scared her half to death. Um, I just remember, like, literally, I've never had an experience like that. So we contact her, um, and she loved everything. You know, I'm sure it was the contact of fire, and she agreed to meet with us, and she was going to school, college, and that was that. So we move on. Well, the day that we were supposed to meet her, we missed our turn where we normally go again. So we went up that road and that that's what made us remember her. We, we totally forgot about the appointment with her. Yeah. Um, so we ran, ran over to the college and started teaching her. And it, it was like, she taught, she was just like, this is what I think the true church should be. And she would pretty much said everything that our church is. Great. So she was awesome. Her name's Flavia. I'm sure you met Flavia. Uh-huh. Um, she's Flavia too. Cause the other Flavia, there was already a Flavia in Sosa. Um, she got baptized within two two weeks. Um, she got her brother to come up and live with her in the summer so that we could teach him and baptize him, both of them. Flavia actually, she was a missionary while we were still on the mission. Um, Where Flavia did she so, live? Like, she was there for college? or? Yeah, so she is in Sosa. She got her degree or whatever in Sosa, and then when she was going to... Her parents are from Jean Pessoa, so okay. she went back to Jean Pessoa to get her mission papers and all that stuff done. Okay. Um, 
So, um, anything else with price? Um, no, I, I don't think we had a lot of crazy stories with Weiberg there, but with me and Price, I mean, we just had good work, um, good baptisms. So Price gets transferred. He goes back to Vila with um, Mateos, took Julie Vettis. Oh, back to your gay guy. So yeah. Julie Vetta came. Julie Vetta came down because um, he just saw how hot Souza was. So he wanted to go baptize. So he comes down, and that gay guy. He'd come to church like he'd come to church every time. I didn't have to go get him. I didn't have to call him. He was just there. Yeah. Um. So Julie Vetta interviewed him and finally got it out of him that he was gay or had some sort of relations or something. Uh huh. So. Now that kind of makes a little more sense now that we know um, kind of the path Julie Vett has taken. So I don't know if he divulged some of that information to that guy or what, but um, I don't know how he got it out of him because I tried. But uh, anyways, um, so I get Weiberg. Oh, so that's May we had the big conference, right? Weiberg kept uh, on P-Days. He'd say, hey, Birch, you need to tell Prez to put us together. Tell Prez to put us together before he leaves. So we'd write him in our letters and say, hey, we want to be comps. So on the 751. I didn't know that was something that you could or, do. <laughs> I didn't either. This is this is Weiberg. Okay. So um, at the 851 conference, Prez hands us our transfers, and he's like, ask and you shall receive. Oh, fine. And sure enough, we were, we were comped. Yeah. So we were pretty happy about that. Um, the 851 conference, Ricks, where the heck were you? I, I don't think I knew you by then. No, I was still in Natal. I was in Natal this whole time. Yeah. So I think all I did that that conference, um, me and Tyler were good friends. Uh, we liked football. He was a receiver. I played quarterback. So I think that's all I did the whole thing. Oh, yeah? No, I was, I was there. I don't know what even happened. I, I get, like, the 770 com like conference m missed up with the 851 conference. I remember one time we watched – Nemo, Finding Nemo, but I think that was like the 770 conference. Yeah, I might be getting the mix-up too. I'm not sure what but really it, happened at the 851 one. Yeah, mate, I don't... I remember taking I'm a night bus from too. Natal and we watched like Lord of the Rings on the night bus or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I came from Keiko because I think they had us all go to Keiko and then to um, jump. From, so, from the 851, I went to Keiko. Oh, gotcha. So, okay. Okay. Um, so Weiberg comes back to Sosa with me, um, and we had a lot of fun. Weiberg is like my brother. He, uh, um, we found a lady that had a cow, a milk cow. Yeah. So I don't think we drank water for two months. We just drank milk, and we got fat. <laughs> um, it was whole really good. Vitamin, whole milk, just cream. <laughs> yeah. We had no idea if we were going to die, but it was worth it. Um, that I, I can't say enough about Sosa. Sosa was just awesome. Just the whole, the members, my comps, everything about it. So our mission mom, Marta Lucy. But how's your, husband, like, how's your health up to this point? I know you got like congested oh, yeah. in the NTC. Is it still just like a continuing? Oh, yeah. So Cavadela, my first area, I was afraid they were going to send me home because it had been like two weeks or something crazy. So the doctor, like, 
stockpile me with laxatives, Metamucil, milk and magnesium, like everything at once. Uh-huh. And uh, so me and Clayton are just walking along the street, and it, it just hit me. I was like, holy crap, dude, I got to go. So we just knock on a random person's house, and I, I was like, Clayton's like, can you use the bathroom? And so I go in there, and, dude, I'm brand new, you know, it was it was not good. It wouldn't flush. How many so, how many times did you poop your pants on your mission? Zero, man. What? I I had some close calls. Yeah. So one time in Mosoro, it was like I was going to, and there's like a big field around four or inside of four big streets, but it's kind of dust. Yeah. So I just dropped my pants. <laughs> Dude, drop a trap. Yeah, I was not gonna crap my pants. Um. But anyways, so Weiberg, um, our our mission mom, that's actually how I first met her um, in Sosa. It, it was it, for me. It was like I couldn't go, couldn't go. I'd load up on crap, and then they'd let me go. So I knocked on her house. I thought I was going to lose it, and so I was like sweating. And so I asked him if I could use the bathroom. And it's always embarrassing to have to go in someone's house, especially oh. these little Brazilian houses. Yeah. You know, where, Their yeah, bathrooms you know. are embarrassing. <laughs> so, I mean, just destroyed in there. And then they're like, you okay? Like, I am now. But anyways, we became good friends with, with those guys. But um, so probably the biggest thing with me and Weiberg, I mean, we had a lot of crazy stories going back to Keiko for zone meetings and whatnot. Um, we had our suburban tire just come off in the middle of the ride, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> We're just is. like only in Brazil. Yeah. Um, just one night we so, – so is it kind of sucked in the fact like if we ever had to go to João Pessoa, it's like eight hours on a bus. Yeah. Just terrible, right? To get to Caico was terrible because you had to take that late, late bus. You had to catch a – suburban like halfway through as it, it was just very tiring when you had to travel but um one night we i think we had to come back from campina grande we were having a uh mission uh conference or something not not a full mission but multi-zones right um i think that was the one where malco got in trouble for breaking that windshield throwing water balloons off the ceiling you need to have malco on here one of these days um <laughs> So we 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 got back like super late, and we had <clears throat> our keys had fallen off out of our pocket onto the bus. So we were locked out of our house. So we yeah. had to sleep on our front porch on the tile. That was fun. Um, um, oh, we we did. I think this was me and Price. Maybe it was me and Weiberg. We got a we we grew enough where we couldn't live in the church anymore. So we got to go pick a house. Um, so there was a house for rent right next to Marlucy, who was our mission mom. So uh-huh. couldn't have got any better for us. Um, the night that we moved in, there was like two really big tarantulas on our wall. We're like, all right. So we burned one of them, and then Fernanda and Flavia kept the other one as a pet. Um, anyway, so their story. Um, they were already members. Monchir baptized them, and they were – like the glue of the the branch uh-huh. and the, her husband left her for another lady in Rio well 
she got baptized while he was gone. He came back. They wasn't living with him. He was across the street. So it was our house, her house, and then across the street was this guy. Yeah. We we nicknamed him Satan. Yeah. Um, he hated the church. He hated us. Um, he was just not nice to any of them. And him and his brother, did you ever meet Antonia? I don't know. Probably. Um, so their cousins are something with, with Marlucy and okay. her, oh, Marlucy's husband's brother is Antonia's wife. Anyways, they hated us. So they'd like tell Weiberg, the brother was like, put his thumb right on Weiberg's forehead and was like, I'm going to, I'm going to put a bullet right in your head. Like just started threatening us. And, um, so president got, or our, our, branch president he did not like us he didn't like americans i don't think so um he told prez that people were going to kill us so prez whitewashed the area so we were super sad because we had like 20 solid investigators and he sent genesio in and genesio proposed that one of my baptisms and just blew it all up but um um anyways that that Antonia, the the reason that I went to Sosa, I didn't know about this till after my mission. The reason that I got sent to Sosa um, at one of the state district conferences, um, just at the regular church in Kaiko, this lady, she had not been baptized, but she was converted. Uh -huh. um, she was living juntos, so that's why she couldn't get baptized. Yeah. Well, she went up to president after the meeting and said, see that missionary over there? She's like, I had a dream about him, and he was in white, and he had a lot of people behind him in white. He's going to baptize a lot in Sosa. So apparently that's the reason I got called to Sosa, so that was kind of cool. That's fine. Uh, oh, but she, she, told, she told Prez that I was going to baptize her, but she never told me this. Um, so we'll get back to that in a minute. So we get transferred out of Sosa. I went to uh, Pajusada, Natal. Yep. And that's when I was district leader. I was living with, um, who was I? Oh, no. I was living with, so my first comp was, oh, what's that kid's name? He's from Chubbuck, Idaho. Oh, my gosh. Hanson? I can't. Hanson. How'd you know that? Because Hanson's from Chubbuck, Idaho. <laughs> There you go. So other Hanson. How'd you like that? I pulled that out of nowhere. And you don't remember anybody, Ritz. So that was amazing. <laughs> Elder Hanson. How do you know Hanson? I don't know. I know everybody. <laughs> no, you don't. So Elder Hanson. He 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 was a little different. Um nice right. enough guy. A nice guy. We, we didn't we didn't fight or anything. He was just a little different. He not not so in companions. Style, I never lived with him. He was in my zone probably or district. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we got along fine. The work was fine. Um, but we lived with Novak uh -huh. and Rodriguez. And I okay. love Rodriguez. Yeah. I love Rodriguez. Um, this is like about the end of Novak's mission then, right? Pretty close. He's getting pretty me. old at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um so Novak, yeah, he he had been because he was, he was just, he was tired. Tired. I'll say. Tired. Um, <laughs> so and I like Novak. I think Novak's a nice guy. He's Malco's age, right? He came yeah, I think so. With Malco. I think so. So that was pro 
that was probably pretty close. Um, so Pajasada was good. Um, me personally, I preferred the interior, but um, Pajasada was really good for being in Natal. Yeah, no, Zona Norwich oh, and Pajasada yeah. Zona or Parque des Dunas, that area with that yeah. that church there. I mean, yeah. it's it's a good area. Well, we didn't have that. That's church, right, because so they I, were revamping it to this to a big old, bigger chapel, stake center type thing. Yep. So we had that grocery store on the corner. So yep. I think I did it out. I forget the exact number. I was out of like ten of the sixteen months in the field. I think I had ten months were in a house, right? Yeah. yeah. And no chapel. Yeah. So, um, which I kind of liked. Um, so Pajasada was fun. Um, I didn't have Hansen for very long. He got transferred. Again, we're still in the in the quick. No, this is Geshi by then, right? I don't, I don't know what month you're in right now. You're just jumping. So, when so, you get out of Soza. May, I, so in May of 2004, I was in Sosa for three months, so June, July. So this was August. So this was Gesh. When did Gesh come in? That July mission presence early is July. So okay. this had to this had interesting. I didn't realize I got called district leader with Gesh because it seemed like Gesh did not like me from the get go. I got called um, district leader with Gesh too. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he probably loved you, Rick. Who knows? I don't think he did. Yeah. Oh, I know he didn't like me. But well, as for well, our like departing interview, he didn't like me. <laughs> he didn't oh, love really? me. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. So, anyways, um, my next companion there was Cardozo. I don't yes. know if you ever met yes. Cardozo. Yes. So Cardozo I've been was waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, Cardozo was about to go home. So I was. I thought it was kind of awkward that an American with about a year out was senior over him right and i didn't know anything about him yeah so we'd be walking down the street you'd be like yeah none of my comps will let me teach he's like oh dude i'll let you teach that's no problem so i mean it didn't take long to see that he's he's got to have like asperger's or some form of autism so i mean for example his routine was the same every morning but like he had to have his grilled cheese sandwich well our little faux gown was out of gas so what did he do? He got the iron out. You know those little clamps that you'd make grilled cheese sandwiches in? Those yeah. metal clamps? Yeah. He sat the iron on top of it and just watched it, no joke, for like two hours, just till it got crisp. So he, he cooked a grilled cheese with one of those with an iron. Um, before the conference with Elder Anderson, I don't know if you were at that one with uh, Anderson, but yeah. that guy was legit. That yeah. guy was awesome. Yep. Um, we had to wear suits. So it was hot, obviously. So Cardozo puts his suit coat in the freezer so that it would be more refreshing in the heat. So that's kind of how his mind worked. Um, but anyways, I remember teaching uh, faith, repentance, baptism, and gift of the Holy Ghost. So I let Cardozo choo- uh, teach faith. And, like, in the middle of it, I could see him getting, like, worried. His eyes were, like, going back and forth, and he just started he just stopped and I was just looking at him and then he just starts hitting himself in the head. Ki droga. And he just kept screaming that over and over. I was like, it's okay. Cardoza, it's okay. 
So uh, it, it was it was interesting with Cardozo because I feel bad for Cardozo because he really is a good guy. Like okay. genuinely, he's a really good person. But I don't think a lot of missionaries really treated him very well. Um, I think it I think it hurt his confidence in himself. So I, I it, and it was hard. Like how do you let him teach if he can't? You know what I mean? Um, but so we'll get to the fun stuff, I guess, with Cardozo. Um, so it was me, Rodriguez, McConnell, and Cardozo. And one night, Cardozo was just no, maybe Rodriguez was working out. Rodriguez was working out doing push-ups, and he's like, "Hey, come on, Cardozo, come come do some push-ups." So he got down and he was he was trying and he couldn't do it. I was like, "Okay, well let me let me teach you how to do a girl one. You know, let's start from there and work your way up." Um, and Rodriguez was like, come on, Moyeki de Mora. Like, he was just razzing him, right? And, and Cardozo just snapped. And he runs into the kitchen, so I walked after him just to see if he's okay. And he gets to the table and grabs this big freaking bread knife, like foot-long knife, and he just looks at me and screams with, like, blood in his eyes, terror. I was like, holy freak, this kid's going to kill me. <laughs> so I turned and run. He's running after me. And then I turned the corner, and I didn't hear him anymore. So I go back, and he's sitting in the corner just bawling. I was like, oh, my gosh. He's like, don't tell me. I'm so sorry. He's like, dude, you're fine. Like, So obviously, I, I don't know, but I love the kid. He's just, it was, I, I didn't know how to deal with the, all that, you know. Um Needless to say, I taught everything. Um, the interesting thing with Cardoza, he is a very smart person. Mm-hmm. I could speak English as fast as I could to him, and he'd understand everything. He couldn't speak it, but he could understand it. Yeah. I don't know how. Um, super intelligent. Um, sometimes I'll write him on Facebook. He never responds, so I don't know if he hates me or what. I, I don't know. Um but after, okay, so I, Cardozo gets transferred, and I get Elder, Don, uh, not Dantes, what is his name? Who's the Down Syndrome kid? Isn't that Dantes? No, different, not? different one. Uh, oh. He was a, he was a, he was an Ovino. I was training this kid. I forget his name. I don't know. Um, so you know how you go pick up your new comp, and you're like, switch plaquetas, and you know, play a little tricks on him. Yeah. So we'd switch plaquettas, and and when I saw him come off the bus, he had his 5 o'clock shadow, the pop, beer belly, and the Down syndrome lip, right? I was like, give me my plaquetta back. You know, we can't mess with this kid. So um, whenever you're training, you want to teach them how to work, right? You want to you be you, – you're extra on point. So – I mean, we, I busted it. I busted it. And probably a weekend, he just he broke down. He's like, my legs hurt. My feet hurt. I can't do this anymore. I want to go home. Yeah. So I was like, no, dude, you can't go home. Like, we'll walk slower. I'll, you know, I'm sorry. Like, we'll, we'll take it easy, a little easier. Um, so I got him another week, and, again, he's like, I want to go home. So I was like, and couldn't talk him out of it this time. So we called Prez. I um Prez talks to me. He's like, hey, at least just come to the office, you know, do a transfer in the office. Let's see what, what we can do for you. So he got transferred out. 
Um, who did I have after him? Maybe I got transferred too. I, I wouldn't imagine he'd whitewash it. Anyways. Oh, um, yeah, there'd be, there's four people always in Pajasada, right? In that house? Yeah. Yeah, so another thing with Pajasada that sucked is we'd, we'd run out of water every week. Yeah. So we'd have to take baths with two-liter bottles, or sometimes we'd go over to Parky's Vesdunas uh-huh. and uh, shower over there. Um, um, another, I guess, probably one of the best baptisms we had in Pajasada, um, Julie Veda came and divided with me for a week, and I'd, I'd met a family. The husband was a drunk. The wife was the one that wanted to learn. So uh-huh. we, we taught her, um, baptized her. Um, yeah, it was I met, good to work with. I met them. You met Asis and Dasi? Yeah, because we did a mission tour. We went over to Pajasada, me and you. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they're a good and a bad story now. But um, no. So uh, her husband, he, I mean, he was drunk from like 9 in the morning for the rest of the day. He was just that cut type of guy. So... She's like, I really want you to teach my husband. I was like, well, does he want to learn? She said, yes. I said, does he want to change? And she said, yes. So we're like, okay. So we teach him, and he's receptive to everything. Didn't come to church the first week because he was drunk, and then never missed a week. We baptized him on on the third week, and he never drank again. I, I think to this day he, he, he doesn't drink. Um, we just saw him in February, and he said he was still sober. That's great. But they got married in the temple. He was yeah. in the state presidency. Just okay. good family. Um, anyway, so that's pretty much Pajasada. Oh, we had a, one cool night. Um, I don't know why they would have came to Pajasada, but we had a whole bunch of missionaries come over, Kimura, just a whole bunch. So we had, like, the Parkies des Dunas. I think it was Halloween, right around Halloween. Um, so we had a ton of missionaries, pulled an all-nighter Sunday night. I, I think we did that in Keiko quite a few times, yeah, playing PAU. cards or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> right? And then uh, so we we went out to Jinipabu at, like, 4 in the morning to watch the sunrise, sandboarded. Elder yeah. Carr was there. I mean, we just had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Pajasada was cool. Was it their um, mission tour? Were they going home or something? The Kimura car group? I don't think so. I don't remember why they were there. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't think so. Um, it could have been, but I, I don't. I don't remember. Um, so from Pajasada, I got called to be zone leader with you up in Kaiko. Okay, let's um, stop right there. Uh, take a little five-minute break because I need to split this up into two different segments. So we're at 117 right now. So okay. I'm going to go get a drink real quick, and we call you back in two minutes. Oh, yeah, sounds good, man. See ya. See ya. Vivo por ella sin saber si la encontré o me ha encontrado. Ya no recuerdo cómo fue. Pero al final me ha conquistado Vivo por ella que me da Toda mi fuerza de verdad Vivo por ella y no me pesa Vivo por ella, yo también Y no hay razón para tenerse un mes Ella es todo y más além Como más dulce y dos perfumes Ela vai onde quer que eu vá 
fijes así, fiel y sincera de por vida. Vengo por ella que me da las noches libres para amar. Si yo tuviese otra vida, sería bella también. 